Big news, really big news. Our next Right Response Conference is in the works. We've got a number of things already lined up and organized. This is what we've got so far. The whole conference, three days long on post-millennialism and theonomy. And the speakers, Dr. James White, Dr. Joseph Boot, Gary DeMar, and of course, yours truly, Pastor Joel Webbin. We've got a great lineup. We've got great topics. If you want to find out dates and location and registration and anything else, go and visit our website, rightresponseconference.com, rightresponseconference.com. Jesus said, man cannot live on bread alone, but from every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. You're listening to Daily Truth. Three spheres, home, church, state. Two kingdoms, not sacred and secular, not church and state. Those are spheres, but light and darkness. And light and darkness is found in all these spheres. And one king. Jesus is king over all. That's the idea of our church. That's the mission of our church. And now the last thing that I want to say is that to these three spheres, last thing as I... I'm going to jump in here and I'm going to go quick. But the last thing is each of these three spheres that are instituted by God, given authority and responsibility by God, God, in order for them to carry out their duties, the home, church, and state, and, and, and to exercise their proper authority within the jurisdiction that God assigns, they don't get to assign it. God assigns that jurisdiction. In order to do it, God has given a tool to each of these three spheres. To the home, he has given the rod. To the church, he has given the keys. And that's what we're getting at, Matthew 16 and 18. And to the state, he has given the sword. And you can tell by the tool that the Lord gives to each of these institutions what their rights and responsibility is. The state has been given a sword. They have not been given a bowl of soup. What, what am I saying? What I'm saying is they are not a ministry of physical provision and welfare. That is not God's design for the state. They are a ministry of justice, the sword. There was one theologian who said this. He said, how come Cain, if God is really just, how come Cain wasn't put to death? Do you know there's some people who are against capital punishment, and they'll use Cain as an example. Cain killed his brother, murder, first-degree murder, and he wasn't put to death. The answer is Cain was not put to death because the state had not yet been instituted. And God has not given the sword to the family. And so Adam did not have the, the right and the authority to put Cain to death. That's why he was not put to death. But the moment that we have the state, we hand them over. What, what do you call a family trying to do, put someone to death, trying to deal out justice? It's a vigilante. It's a mafia. What do you call a church doing that? What you call them Roman Catholicism. What, what do you... What do you call the state when it's exercising the sword? Justice. The state is not a ministry of mercy, forgiving student loans. That's like the gospel. How can Christians be mad about this? Number one, it's not the gospel. You know what Jesus didn't do when he went to the cross? He didn't say, hey, you've sinned, and the only way to atone for your sin is someone has to die in your place, and I'm going to get this guy to die for you. That's the difference. Do you see the difference? It's a radical difference. No, Jesus says, I will do it. I will do it. Student loan forgiveness is not, hey, we will assume this debt and take it as our own. No, it's, hey, we will buy your vote with a bribe and they'll pay for it. 
that's, that's a radical difference. A radical difference. So the state is not a ministry of mercy. The church is the ministry of word and sacrament. The church is a ministry of law and gospel. The church is a ministry of mercy. The state is a ministry of justice. This is why, and I'm controversial today. Just had a kid. I'm feeling bold. Uh, I've got a son now. I've got, I've got to set an example for him to live up to. But, you know, but, but this is why, for instance, um, I think it's a bad idea to have women in positions high up in the civil magistrate. Because you know what, what the, the, the ministry of a woman is for the most part. This is general. I'm not saying there aren't nuances to this or exceptions. But in general, the ministry of a woman and the way that God has wonderfully made her is a ministry of nourishing. It's a ministry of mercy. It's a ministry of kindness. It's a ministry of, of causing flourishing. But, but here's the deal. You don't want that person in a position in a ministry of justice. What I'm saying is this, a woman, when she hears this guy is a convicted and, and, and evidence has been supported, uh, found guilty pedophile, the woman thinks, I bet he had a bad mom and he just needs somebody to love on him. Okay, that's great in the sphere of the home. That's not great on the Supreme Court. You know who I'm talking about. We don't, we don't do soft on sexual abuse in the Supreme. That's not the place for mercy. That's the place for justice. Who does justice really well? Men. We have our problems. Men and women, we have weaknesses and strengths. But one of the strengths of a man is that he could say, that dude did what? Off with his head. Like conversation and some mercy. Nope. Take off his head. Done. Like that's, that's the way God made men. The state, when it's described in Isaiah and different books of the Bible, do you know how the state is described, the civil magistrate? It's described as bears and lions with claws. And when, when the Bible says what tool God has assigned to the state, you know what it is? It's a sword to punish evildoers. They're literally called, I mean, think about this, Avengers. We have a whole franchise based off of Avengers. You know where that first came up? That first came up in Romans chapter 13, God's idea for the state. The avengers of God. They're literally God's deacon, God's servant to avenge the evildoer. God's avengers. That's the civil magistrate. They're bears, they're lions, they're sword-wielding avengers. It sounds masculine. When it comes to child-rearing, Franklin would be dead right now if he didn't have mom. I'm preaching about bears and lions right now, and mom is nursing Franklin. That's a beautiful picture of the difference between men and women. There you go. That's the difference. We need both. One is not better than the other. One has authority, but is not innately, inherently, have more dignity or value or worth than the other in the sight of God. Both are important, but we have to keep the distinctions. Home, church, and state Men and women, two kingdoms, not secular and sacred, but light and darkness, and there's light and darkness in all three of these spheres, and Christ as king over it all. It all. Big news. Really big news. Our next Right Response Conference is in the works. We've got a number of things already lined up and organized. This is what we've got so far. The whole conference, three days long, 
on postmillennialism and theonomy. And the speakers, Dr. James White, Dr. Joseph Boot, Gary DeMar, and of course, yours truly, Pastor Joel Webin. We've got a great lineup. We've got great topics. If you want to find out dates and location and registration and anything else, go and visit our website, rightresponseconference.com, rightresponseconference.com. Thanks so much for listening, but real quick, before you go, do us a small favor, take a moment, and leave us a five-star review if you enjoyed the show. This is undoubtedly the best way that you can help us get this biblically faithful content to as many people as possible. Thanks so much.